What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my best friend who has been diseased for the last few days. Sup? Oh, uh, whoa, bro. You can't. Bro, I got to tell him the truth. You can't say Daniel's even laughing. You can't say it like that. Yeah, I, bro. That's the truth. Tell them what the fucking what's I guess going on with you. the truth. I basically starved myself for three full days straight because I had an allergic reaction to something. My whole fucking body like fucking burst out in hives. And I literally th- I was like so scared that I was going to like give my kid something and like he was going to fucking die. I literally was like. This kid is susceptible to all colds. I thought I had something fuck cold or something weird. I was fucking horrible. It was disgusting. <laughs> okay. You know, guys, you guys know what's up. It's Podchats. And on Podchats, we do interviews and we talk to our students. And I think everyone knows who this individual is. First guy up. What's up, Aaron? You look happy yeah. as hell. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I just have tactical questions for you guys. So just they should be quick. So first one, do you have any ninja tricks on how to just fill the challenge, fill a New Year's challenge? Yeah. How many people are in it right now? Well, I don't have anyone right now. I'm I'm announcing it Monday. Okay, cool. So number one is this. Everybody write this down. Talk to every single person you've talked to in the last 365 days. So anybody you booked a phone call with that you filled out a calendar, that you filled out a type form. And if you're a new online trainer and you're like, I haven't talked to that many people, then any person that you've interacted with in person or online and like that, you make a list of a hundred people and today send them out a fucking message that says, Hey, Brandon, Merry Christmas. Hope you have a good holidays today. Okay. And then on Monday, what you're going to do is you're going to follow up with that list of a hundred individuals or 200 individuals that you just fucking send a message to and be like, Hey, Brandon, by the way, watching a new year's challenge starting January 2nd, thought you, you know, you're, I thought you'd crush it. And I thought you might be interested. Want me to send you some details? Question mark. Right. So, Hey, Brandon, exclamation mark. I'm launching a new year's challenge. January 2nd thought of you. I know that you'd crush it. You want some details? Question mark. So send the message now, make a connection. And then on Monday after the holidays, follow up. Those of you guys that are trying to sell before Christmas, Highly recommend not doing that, in my opinion. Like if like you're trying to like sell a bunch of people before Christmas, that wouldn't be the move in my move. In my opinion, it would be better. You guys like would be better being patient. And if you're trying to fill a challenge, being patient, building anticipation, and then right after, that's when you should be like attacking. That's, I'm going to use that word, attack. Shark, wolf, you know? Last little ninja trick when it comes down to filling your challenge. If you guys want to get a bunch of people right away, the best way to get your clients activated and engaged as well. So go in your client community, tell all of your clients you're going to give away a $500, or $200, $100 gift card if they refer a friend to your new New Year's challenge. That's all mm-hmm. they got to do. And then blast the fuck out, get everybody involved, get everybody in your network involved, and they will fill the challenge for you because all of them want their friends to also join this fitness journey that they are currently on. Love it. That's such a great idea. I think so. You guys can send it a mass message on train rides. If you have any amount of clients, send it a message that says something along the lines of like, hey, name, exclamation mark. All of us have a friend that's starting January 1st, comma. And obviously, this is the best coaching program of all time. And I'm sure that you'd like them to join ours. So why don't you set us up in a group chat and I can add them to my free 14-day challenge or whatever it is, whatever challenge that you're running on January 1st. Awesome. I love those. Second question, quick. Would you say for the challenge, because I've learned this from you before, so I announced it Monday, Tuesday, it's full. Wednesday, I opened a couple extra spots. So what challenge are you doing? A 14 day challenge, a six, like, what do you, what's your challenge? I was going to do a six week. Okay, cool. You could announce it Monday, right? I would try to fill, I wouldn't fill it in 24 hours kind of thing. I would like spend those three to four days lead genning, And then maybe you could close it on a specific day and then reopen it for a couple more spots. 
So I'd give yourself three to four days to fill it is basically what I'm saying. Okay. So a couple more days and then. Yeah. I would give yourself three to four days to fill it. You don't want to like, you know, if you, let's say as an example, you're like, cause you're talking about sell it before you sell out. Right. That's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Okay. So if you quote unquote sell it before you sell out and then you do it too early and you only have three people in, then you got to reopen. You're like only two more spots, but you only got three fucking people. <laughs> so give yourself like a few days to lead gen for it. I would lead gen from the 27th to like the 30th, 31st close, and then maybe reopen a couple more spots on January 1st or 2nd. Okay, for sure. Cool. And then last question. I don't know if you guys know this off the top of your head. Do you know the youngest person hit 10K in the academy? Brandon, and he was 19. <sighs> Darn, I was hoping to say it. All of you? I'm 21. Bro, you're still fucking, that is not a small feat. That's close. I think the youngest person to hit 50K was fucking Megan Nunez. So if you fucking amp it up and hit that shit, then you'd win. And All she's, right, well, how old is she? Well, she's 23. So you okay. at 21, I do not believe Brandon hit 20K. So if you want to, you want to go for a title, I don't think there's been anybody that's under 22 that's hit 20K. You start grinding it out hard this year, bro. You could set a lot of fucking firsts. Dude, that. That, that was my goal. 20K is on my vision board for next year. So look at this guy full of energy, eh? Guys, this is what happens when you come to fucking pod chats over Every a week. progressive period of time. You're going you're to have to have me on for my whole podcast because the audience is going to want to hear, hear my whole story once I get there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, eh? he's using his, himself as leverage now. Dude, got they, leverage they all him. message me. I get messages from people all the time about hearing me on pod chats. Dude, that is hilarious. I love it. Now everyone wants to know your Instagram. Are you fucking, he's shamelessly plugging himself. I'm doing fucking, it again. I'm doing I it. love it. Tell him your Instagram. You it's already it's went a, here. A.J.S.T.E.P.H. AJ Steph. You fucking funny guy. Did we just get sold? Cool. Yeah. The fuck just happened? I love it. Bro, I'm proud of you. Good job. Fist bump. What are you at right now? What are you at? I'm at five for this month, but that's before the challenge. That's exciting. I'm proud of you. Good fucking job. I love it. Brandon Roberts, what up? There we go. What's up, dog? What is going on? Good to see you, boys. I hope you guys are doing great. I have less of like a super, super tactical question, but more of like, an experience as an entrepreneur kind of question. And I I know you guys will have some fire on this topic. I posted in the Academy before, but any of the coaches here that are in the arena long enough, you're you're all going to feel this. And it's just like this entrepreneurial loneliness that you get when you reach a point where you start feeling like you're outgrowing your old friends and family. Like um, it's really, I don't know. I feel guilty and I feel like frustrated, but like whenever I try to reconnect with like old friends, old fam, It's like, I'm just like, I see this different vision of like, oh my gosh, all these people are out of alignment. They struggle with scarcity, jealousy, like all these like things. And it's like, I feel like, like the rug has been swept up from underneath me. It's like, whoa, I joined this world of entrepreneurship, but at the same time, I ended up like losing in a way, a lot of old family and friends. And I know you guys, you know, you guys weren't born with silver spoons in your mouth and you guys kind of came from the mud. How did you like kind of deal with that and go through that as you were leveling up in your guys' entrepreneurial journeys. Cole, you want to go first? Yeah. So first off, I think it was a little bit different for me because I kind of alienated myself from a young age with the drinking, leaving my household, like going through the world of drugs. Like I alienated myself. So I didn't have like a lot of individuals that relied on me in the first place. However, the ones that did rely on me, it was weird, bro. And it was hard. Like going through the entrepreneurial journey and then understanding that I just have different fucking values, a different work ethic and a different purpose in my life. It was hard because again, they don't really understand it. They don't really see it. And you start to change internally where let's be real. You don't want to have these fucking surface level bullshit conversations anymore. But I think it's also just understanding that not everybody has to play like you. And if you do want a relationship with those individuals, put your ego to the side and just meet them where they're at. I'll give you guys an example. All right. I still love gaming. 
right? Anybody who actually knows me knows that I still love fucking video games and I will play them time and again. And I have two boys that I play them with. And they're actually one of my OG friends that I've known for like fucking 15 years from the past. But we don't talk about business. We don't talk about any crazy shit. We literally just meet each other exactly where we're at. How's your day today? Like, what are you doing right now? And they know what I'm doing and I know what they're doing. And we don't try to like fucking argue about anything like that. Or we don't try to like, again, talk about crazy fucking life journey. We just meet each other exactly where we are currently at. And because we've been doing that, because I've just been leveling with them and not trying to be better than them or have like more intellectual conversations with them. I've actually helped them in multiple ways. I actually had one of my buddies who I game with all the time reach out to me and he's like, listen, I see what you're doing all the time. Uh, you always inspire me when we're having conversations and I want to do something else in my life. So I'm looking at doing a video course. Would you mind if I came on and was one of your editors? And I was like, bro, you get good at video editing. I'll hire you right now and we'll break it down. But I think the biggest thing was understanding that I'm on a different path, a different trajectory. And regardless, if I want a relationship with the other individuals in my past, I need to not try to be better than them. I need to meet them with their, where they're at and have my boundaries for certain conversations. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like I'm going through like the same exact thing right now. And that's the thing. If, if you want the relationship still, then leave your ego at the door when you walk in. Like, yeah, you might be on a different path. You might be more successful. You might have a different mindset now. But if you want the relationship, picking an argument about them bitching about some dumbass shit probably is the best idea. All right. Mm -hmm. I still do it. It's one of the reasons why, like, I'll be fucking straight with you. Myself and my brother haven't talked for a fucking while now. Why? Because he's got a big ass ego and I checked him and he doesn't like it. So I haven't heard from him in fucking forever because I drew a line in the sand. Me and my family are very like that. They'll have a conversation. I'll fucking bitch them out. I'll literally set the tone and then we won't talk for fucking days because they don't know how to leave their ego at the door. Where myself, I'm very black and white. This is how it is. All right. If I fuck up, tell me. If you fuck up, I'm going to tell you. I have a little bit of a different opinion. I'm just going to be, I'm going to speak my truth. So I cut everybody out straight up because I like, for me, I wanted to be an elite level person. And mm -hmm. so for me to become an elite level person, I had to leave my old life behind yep. multiple times. And so when I was a drug addict, I had to cut everybody out that was partying, drinking, anybody that even was my friend, but I knew that they were still going out. I cut them out because I knew that like, first of all, when you try to change your life from scarcity to abundance, you are not abundance yet. You are still scarcity. You're still like trying to change your habits. You're trying to change who you are, change how you think. And so when you hang out with people that are also scarcity and you go back to that world, you're going to get sucked back in because you haven't internalized what it actually means to be abundant. And so the reason that it triggers you to hang out with these individuals is because they remind you of who you used to be. And that's the triggering part. It's not that they're scarce. It's that they remind you of the scarcity that you used to be. And that's why it's hard to hang out with these people. So I cut them out, all of them, everybody. I like barely like saw like my friends, family for a long fucking time. I literally just fucking cut up, travel the fucking world, peace the fuck out. I just left. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to do something that nobody else was doing. I wanted to be an anomaly. And like when I first started my business, like I didn't have this. You guys have a community. Right. Like if you're actually lonely, come to a fucking event. I'm serious. Like how many people have came to an event that have lifelong friends? If you have, say I have in the chat box. Yeah. Like, bro, this is why we have the Change Drives Academy. Right. It's because like these are individuals that think like you think. These are individuals that have the same aspirations that you have. And so you got to surround yourself with new people. Like my advice to you would be stop looking back and start looking forward. And the people that are supposed to be 
in your life, the people that have your fucking back are going to go with you. And the people that don't have your back were never supposed to be there in the first place. A hundred percent. And I actually want to touch on that for a minute, because again, like I kind of took it from the perspective of where we are right now. Again, Brian cut out his entire family. Now he has a relationship with certain individuals in it. All right. Where I did the same thing as me. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You already know my story, Brian, and everybody else most likely have heard it. If you haven't too bad, join the Academy to hear more. But like me and Brian have the same journey. I'm like, this is my perspective now. And that's why I have those conversations. It's a very good breakdown. I want to make sure I touch on it. I speak to the individuals I used to know in my past now because I'm already at that abundance stage. If you're not there yet, I'm very glad Brian brought that up because it's very important. And I didn't think about that. I want to make sure you guys hear it. If you're not there yet, go dark. Me and Brian are successful because we went dark. And what that means is we cut out everybody. I can't sugarcoat it. We did. Everyone, get the fuck out. Ties cut. I was lonely as fuck before I met B. I had no friends, no one I could rely on. When we met too, we weren't friends. He was my coach. I was his client. And we built the relationship we have with understanding who, how we work and like seeing and respecting each other's work ethic. All right. You want to know how many people I have as friends outside of Cole? <laughs> Maybe three. Serious. Because it's like not no disrespect to anybody, but this is the place that I'm going. This is the direction that I'm going. And if you don't help me get there or you're not aligning with my purpose or supporting me or even just like on the same level in terms of like your ambition and your hunger and your drive to succeed, I can't spend time with you because your energy will rub off on me and it will hold me back from the place that I'm going. And I'm going to the fucking moon. That's the mentality. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I'm like, I think I'm like at that same part right now where it's like, I mean, I'm still like early stages, young entrepreneur. And when you're like, it's starting out, it is, yeah, there's like a lot of old people. They like, just, they suck you back down into the negativity. And like, I'm like at the point where I'm I'm like ready to go dark, but I was like thinking, I'm like, is this right? Is this wrong? But I think like due to my, where my values are, it seems like the right decision. There's and no like, right or wrong in this. It's just what you need to do. Okay. There's, there's no like, no one's going to sit here and be like, it's wrong to cut off your family. It's right to cut off your family. There's arguments for every single fucking thing that there is. What you need to do is what you need to do. Yeah. Period. And the reason that you're asking me and Cole is because you're like, you boys are successful. What did you boys do? So we're going to tell you what worked for us. And it's not like you have to be like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you anymore. But you just like slowly distance yourself. Like when I can sense that somebody's negative or that they don't believe in me, they don't support me, they don't have my back. I just slowly distance myself and I don't say a fucking word. Yeah. My selective hearing has definitely improved over just like, as soon as I get the negative vibration, I'm just like, I'm Make it even more selective. Okay. All right. Make it so you can't fucking hear it. Meaning don't be in the room. Mm. I, I'll be honest, you guys, I don't even let people bring negative shit to my attention. I've got little Jax here and little Jax is like my little mentee. And I'm like teaching him. I'm like, don't even bring negative things to my attention. I don't even want to fucking see it because mm. I don't care. This is the only thing I fucking see my vision. Everything else is irrelevant. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Appreciate you boys. Appreciate you. Let's go. I like it. I like those questions. Hey, eh? they get you thinking. Well, it's just like a different perspective. And I think, again, it's very important. I'm glad that you took it from the other angle because like I just talked to you guys more where we're at right now. And we need to understand like the journey to get there because a lot of yeah. you guys need to push through right now. Yeah. Right? Focus on what you need to do right now. Hashtag facts. Tyrell, what's up, doc? What's going on, boys? How you doing? Good, man. No complaints. I have a challenge question, okay? Because okay. this is going to be my first challenge that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a paid challenge because... I just want some feedback and direction. Okay. So like I have 26 clients right now, right? Good job. Uh, with, thank you. 
I'm still not 10K though, still not 10K. How, ma- well, how long ago did you join though? You joined fairly recently. I remember you on the kickoff call. Yeah, yeah, it's been three months. It's been three months. Yeah, we're, we're coming. We're coming. What a stud. I love it. Okay, yeah. So, so my question, because I haven't done a challenger before, right? And I'm going to do, I'm just diving into like a six-week paid because I already have a big client base kind of, so yep. to speak. So dude, how do I, like, I don't, I honestly have no idea how to go about it. What I'm thinking in my head is like, I'm going to make like a general training, you know, at home in the gym, depending on what the client needs. And I'm just going to feed that out to each client. And then with nutrition, I'm thinking of either doing like a macro or trainerized nutrition thing, you know, just standard stuff, nothing customized. Right. But like, how do I navigate like check-ins, you know, I don't have a group with my current clients. Like I have no Facebook group with my current clients. Should I bring my current clients into there? Like, I don't know how to go about what? it. Man. Yeah, no, you're you're asking a beautiful question. So number one, I know Cole's faces. So we're just going to tell you, get a fucking group for your current clients and your challengers. Start the group for your current clients right now and okay. introduce everybody and be like, hey, and you can just introduce it in the, the anytime. Guys, everybody write this in the chat. Anytime you make a change to your program, position it as a value add. Position it as a value add. Aaron's fucking on it. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, Tyrell, you got 26 clients. So literally all you do is you're like, Hey guys, so listen, January 1st is coming up and I realize I've been selfish and keeping you guys from each other. There's 26 of you badass motherfuckers in this program and I wanted to introduce you guys all to each other. So we're starting this Facebook group. Here's the link, right? So then you got start the link to the Facebook group and it's like, I would call like, have like the name or you can, you can have like your, the name of your business at the top, the name of your community. And then you can even just say like new year, new me, January challenge, whatever it is. And then everybody's in the community, everybody's in the group, et cetera. And I would have like a welcome post where people introduce themselves. I would start that ASAP Rocky. That way, when your challengers come in, they're coming into a community that's already popping. So step number one would be starting your community and getting it going with your clients right now and getting everybody excited. What I would get them to do is introduce themselves with a photo. This is anytime you guys, those of you guys that joined the Change Abs Academy will recognize this. Anytime you start, they're in the group, get them to introduce themselves with like their favorite photo of themselves, what their number one goal for 2023 is and why they're excited to be here. So get everybody in the group and get everybody to introduce themselves. Those two things are very important. The reason those two things are very important is because you want people to engage with your community. If you have a community and nobody's engaging, it's a complete waste of time. Some people might be uncomfortable taking pictures of themselves so they can just make a post. Like if you don't want to post a photo, you don't have to, but we'd like to see your beautiful face. So post a picture of yourself and, you know, post your, you know, your number one fitness goal for 2023 and why you're excited to be here. So get the community going. That's step number one. Step number two, for your check-ins. For your six-week challenge, what I would recommend that you do is I wouldn't do a check-in every week. I would probably do a check-in every three weeks. Um, and on I would use the check-ins as an opportunity to upsell. So maybe I would, this is what I would do. I would do, obviously, you're going to do your intro. And maybe for your intro, you do a kickoff call. So do a kickoff call to start off the challenge. Week two, week four. And then the end of the challenge would be, wouldn't be a check-in. It would be a free fitness consult that I would use to sell them into your program. Okay. But I would also try to sell them on the week two check-ins. Because I'd be like, on the week two check-ins, I'd be like, hey, you're getting value so far. And like, you're already seeing great results, which is amazing. I want to talk to you about custom coaching. Because, you know, just based on the results that we've been able to see in the first couple of weeks, I think that if we commit to the next six months, that you're going to do some damage. And if you commit today, what we'll do is I'll take the investment that you paid me towards a six-week challenge, and I'll actually give you a discount on our six-month program. So, you know, usually the six-month program would be 1800 but I'll give you two today for 1500 because you already joined the challenge. Is that fair? Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, that's super. That answered my question, honestly, but like, okay. So with my current clients, honestly, like what, how I've been doing check-ins have been like, since before I even got into the Academy, I've been doing like video check-ins and, 
And like, it's been cool. It's been, it's been working for me. It's al- it's also helped with a lot of retention, but I know I'm going to reach that certain point where like, I can't video everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you're just already at like, that point. Exactly. And I'm starting to feel like that right now. So I'm kind of thinking like, I hear about loom and stuff like that. So like with the challenge people, should I just do the videos though? So I can like, no, try to build the relationship? no, this is your yeah. opportunity to do loom. I would also change everyone to fucking. So if you're doing, here's how I would transition. So everybody that you do a check-in with, you do a, a video call with, correct? Yeah. So it's 26 video calls every fucking Thursday. So I actually do them on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It's split. So you do 26 video calls on the weekend. Yeah. Give or take some people, they end up texting and, and I'm cool with that. You're wild. You're a wild motherfucker. <laughs> so here's what you're going to do instead. All right. I'm going to give you uh, this is a mastermind trick, but I'm going to give it to you because you are going to burn out if you keep doing what you're doing. So you're going to use the same sort of framework. Anytime you make a change to the program, you position it as a value add, not a value subtract. Because if you're like, I'm taking away video calls, what are your clients going to do? They're going to run. They're going to be pissed, yeah. right? They're going to be like, what the fuck? So what you need to yes. do is you need to not take away video calls. You need to give them something. So here's what you do. You're like, all right, guys, again, and with the start of the Facebook group, I also realized that I've been selfish and you know, I've been getting on one-on-ones with you guys. And I find that clients get better results when they know they see each other, they have a community and they're able to interact. And so moving forward, instead of doing one-on-one video calls where I'm not really able to give everyone value, I'm going to introduce you guys to each other. So there's going to be a group call Saturday at 10 a.m. And there's going to be a group call Saturday at 4 p.m., whatever the fuck you decide, but have one in the morning, one in the evening. And then that, or you can even just have one really. And you can be like, there's going to be a group call. It's going to be Saturday morning at 10 a.m. PST. You got to show up to that Saturday morning call. You're going to get to meet everybody that's in the program. And also you're also going to get an opportunity to, you know, get your check-in done on a group setting. So on the group call, the way that you're going to run it is you're going to start it, get everybody to celebrate their biggest win, and then have everybody drop a struggle for the week in the chat box. And then you can either bring them up or you can talk them through it and then give everyone like a piece of homework to end the call. So like, you know, if there's 10 people, 15 people, what you can do is like give each individual like a piece of homework. Be like, okay, so obviously you struggle with your diet this week. So I want you to really focus on X, Y, Z. So this will be a really good opportunity for you to bring your community together. Now it's not a bunch of individuals, but it's a collective, which is why there's 48 people on this call right now. And it's like a collective. So switch from video calls to group check-ins. And that's what you'll do for your current clients. And then any new clients that come in, just do looms. And the way that you're going to do looms is you send them a check-in form. And then when they submit your check-in form, you reply with a two to three minute video. That's going to be just as valuable as video calls. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely hitting that point where I'm like, fuck, I can't keep doing this, man. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. So with the Loom, should I just go look at like the week five, which has the 14 day challenge to figure out how to use Loom and stuff like that? Or Loom is super fucking easy. All you need to do is you download like loom.com and then you send somebody a check-in. And then when they reply, you literally, it's like an app that you can get on your Google Chrome browser. You click the Loom app. It'll start screen recording. You can go through their check-in. You can give them some advice. When you're going through their check-in, here's what I recommend that you do. Wins, focus on something that they did really, really well. And then I talk about something that they struggled with. And then I maybe give them some advice and I give them a piece of homework. So it's like four parts, wins, struggles, give them some advice, give them some homework. And that's like two to four minutes. So you don't have to read through every single fucking question, but it would just be like wins, struggles, advice, homework. Okay, dope. Okay, that's perfect, man. That helped a lot. I'll definitely get this Facebook group started right away. Yeah, yeah. That's today on that. (laughs) Today and, and use it as an opportunity. You need to start talking to your clients about the importance of community. Oh, it's funny because I actually like, so I've had somebody who's been with me like from day one, right? He's seen things change, even just come in the academy, right? And now I kind of like, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm probably going to have a Facebook group going. Like, so I kind of like brush the idea on like one or two people and they're like, they see the value in it, right? Because they're like, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm the only person that's actually trying to do this for themselves. Boom. And I feel like, boom. You know what I'm saying? 
Boom. Okay. And that's what you say to them. You're like, yo. And you're like, literally, guys, like, you know, the reason we're going to stop doing one-on-one calls is I had one of my clients literally say to me, he feels like he's the only individual on this journey. And there's, that's, that's not true. There's 27 of you motherfuckers. So starting today, we're all going to meet each other. We're all going to get together once a week. I'm going to show you the importance of having like a, a brotherhood slash sisterhood that cares about your goals and wants to see you win. Dope. Dope. Okay, cool. That's going to be dope. Okay. Awesome, dude. Thanks. I'm excited. Next, Jamie, what's up, King? Hello, guys. God, any week with uh, content audits and pod chats is the best. So right now, I'm okay. 10 days ago, I was signed off work because my mental health had got into a pretty bad place. I mean, work was probably one of the contributing factors of it. Now, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable, either in this group or on social media about anything I struggle with or deal with. My biggest concern was there were coaching calls, especially the Friday ones, where I found every time I wanted to ask a question, it was just about my fucking negativity. And as Brandon was mentioning earlier, low vibration. I just found myself becoming one of those people. And I don't want to bring negativity or my insecurities, my lack of confidence into this group of sort of high energized positivity. So I guess my main question is, how can you work on your confidence, your self-belief? How can, I don't know, in, in times of a sort of mental, when you're going through mental struggles, I know there's all sorts of different thoughts on mental health and et cetera. I don't necessarily want to get into that. I'm, I'm um, going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come at you. So in not a yeah, bad way, in a good way. So tell me what you're doing every morning. I get up. I will spend five to 10 minutes in my living room, just standing alone, thinking. It's my way of meditating, I think. I'll put on the previous morning's, previous afternoon's rise, because I, th- I think that's better suited for a morning. And that's my way of getting some motivation in while I'm stretching. Then I'll get dressed, walk to the gym. And on the way to the gym, I'll speak my affirmations. <laughs> week after week, they get louder and louder. And then I'll work out come back shower have breakfast by then it'll be about 6 30 in the morning so then i've got two hours to work on my business before well okay. work i have but questions yeah. are you when you're doing this morning routine does it make you feel better i be no, honest no i tell myself that continuing to do this will make myself feel better nope doesn't work yeah. like that it's yeah, like that- bro this is the secret all right the secret to success is to feel good first and then success comes Everybody thinks they're going to get success and then you feel good. But the secret to success is to feel good first and then success comes. Because here's the unfortunate news. You ready? Bro, you're good at content now and you're still beating yourself up. Mm. So even though you have an outcome that you've been striving for, you're still beating yourself up. And that will tell you that even when you start signing clients, you're going to beat yourself up. So success won't come after you feel good. Success comes when you feel good first, then success comes. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And like, guys, the the purpose of a morning ritual is to get you to feel good, get you to feel good. That's the purpose. And so if you aren't authentically feeling good, finding it inside of your fucking body, 
to feel good. Like that is why you're not successful. It's like the weight loss client that goes to the fucking gym and is at the gym, but they're not like their rate of perceived exertion is like a fucking three or a four. Like your RPE needs to be a fucking nine. And the number one thing that you need to focus on when you're focusing on your RPE is your feel good fucking emotions. It's like, I get myself feeling good. And then when I'm feeling good, then I take action towards the things that I want. Feel good first, then take action. That's why we do a morning ritual. It's not to just fucking lollygag and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I get myself to feel good, then I take action. Go ahead, Cole. Listen, your morning ritual is a fucking staple that is needed in order to situate everything in your fucking life. All right? And right now, you don't have one. Right now, you have a minuscule one. From what I'm listening to, you're like, I stand there silently and that's my perceived way of meditating. That makes no sense. You either meditate or you don't. There's no like, you can't like choose to maybe meditate and like, this is kind of how I do. It's either meditation or not. Meditation is a way to calm your mind and understand how to move through the thoughts that are happening. And I'm actually going to address that. One of our clients, Caitlin, just said, Alex Ramosi doesn't have a morning routine. Yeah, you guys aren't fucking multi, multi-millionaires, so you don't get to act like- uh, I, I agree. I was literally- I'm going to go in on this shit. Okay. Because okay. we're going to fucking have a conversation right now. Even Natasha. Natasha did a live stream or a podcast saying, I don't do morning routine. Are you guys making a million dollars a year? No? Then stop fucking acting like Natasha. Are you guys pulling in multiple 10, 20, $30 million months like Alex Hermosi? No? Then shut the fuck up and do a morning routine. This is my like, I'm here to help you, Jamie. It's time to level the fuck up. So we're revamping everything. If you want to level up, we're going to focus on you. Write this down on a piece of paper. You got a pen and paper in front of you right now? You'll get it. Good. We're going to break this down. Okay? Number one, a morning routine is to help you focus on you. Everyone write that down. The morning is so I focus on myself. You're going to start it with number one, gratitudes. Why? Because a lot of you guys miss the fucking mark and you forget what you already have in your fucking life. So you're always trying to get more, but you forget that you're living in a nice house right now. You want more, but you forget that you get to get in a nice warm car and drive to the fucking gym where most people don't even have that. So you're going to start it out with gratitudes. Next, you're going to do affirmations. All right. The reason why we're going to do all this before you watch a training is because I'm willing to bet and answer me here, Jamie, you open up a training and you hear Natasha talk about how successful she is. And because you aren't in a good mindset yet, you feel bad because she's doing things that you aren't doing yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. So fuck the training in the morning. You're going to start with gratitudes. Then you are going to do affirmations. You are going to affirm who you actually want to be as a man. Then you're going to go into actual meditation. Have you ever meditated before and learned how to actually do it properly? Standing there thinking is not meditation. Okay. So download an app called Headspace and moving forward, you are going to listen to a 10 minute meditation, no matter what, regardless of how it makes you feel. Guess what? I fucking hate meditation. Makes me want to stick a gun in my mouth. I do it anyways. Why? Because I don't care how I'm feeling in the moment doing it because how I feel after it is done is the purpose of it in the first place. It's just like when you drag your ass to the gym, you might not want to go. But when you leave, you feel way fucking better. So you're going to do a meditation after you do your affirmations and gratefuls. Then you're going to do your stretching. Put on a motivational video. Fuck, pull up Motiversity and you'll hear me yelling at you on the fucking platform while you're doing your stretching. You'll get fired up for the day. You'll be good to go. Then go do your physical activity. This way, bro, we have now taken all growth, all let's get better. Let's all take away the fucking work. And we're going to focus on yourself in the morning for the first hour to two hours of the day. Nothing else because you got to get, you have to get confident with who you are as a man 
before you start trying to expand your business. Because right now you are lacking confidence. And there's really only one way to do it by looking in the mirror, all right? Bettering yourself, by the way, naked. If you guys fucking work on yourselves and are happy with how you look naked, that's the peak way you fucking work on your confidence. You already look in good physical shape, but you are still lacking confidence because you are not focusing on yourself and you're always trying to expand who you are in your business. Yourself. If I hear one of you guys say Alex Ramosi doesn't have a morning routine yet, and I look at your bank account, it doesn't say 10 million, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Dude, you guys I, I literally I watched that video this morning. I was like, this is the stupidest fucking advice I've ever heard. Bro, like make, okay, I'm making a reply video because I actually think it's super oh. dumb. Like I think that it's like setting people up for failure because if you come from a background where you struggle with scarcity and you struggle with a negative mindset, like you're just everybody is just supposed to walk into their day and start where i think it's dumb i'm literally making a reply today i saw the video i was like that's stupid dude and like don't get me wrong i get it it works for him but just because something works for them doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody and i also want to pivot that advice because you might be in here and you may like be like cool brian i hate doing morning routine cool guess what we're not having this conversation on pod chats right now because you hate doing a morning routine and you aren't struggling like jamie is we're helping jamie all right I also know that Jamie's going to take this advice and fucking slay it because he's done this with every other piece of advice we've given him. But it's time to focus on you, bro. With the things happening is you're waking up, you're doing your little bit of standing, just silence, and then you're going straight into a training, which is triggering your business brain. But if you listen to something that makes you feel unconfident that day, which I'm willing to bet has happened in the last month, 100%. Then doesn't matter if you do your gratefuls, your affirmations, your gym, your stretching, because you are already triggered into an unconfident state, into a negative state, because you chose work over your own mental health. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. My two to three hours in the morning, bro, very beginning is for me to the degree of like the only fucking person I will talk to other than Julia is Brian. And we both know don't come to each other with bullshit because you come to each other bullshit. We're going to bark. And I'm like, and there's nothing to it. It's just because like both of us are fucking very, very like anal Nazi-like with that shit. Do not fuck with us at that time because that's us. Because if we prepare ourselves for that first two hours, three hours in the morning, we can handle anything. Our whole business could be burned into the ground. But guess what? We focused on ourselves at the beginning. So nothing else matters. Wicked. Thank you. Get to work, King. Let's go. I want to see that implemented. I also want you to check in every day. With that list, affirmations, gratefuls, meditation, stretching, physical activity. I want to check in in the Facebook group with a check mark. Done, 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 done. As soon as you wake up. Cool. What it? Good, bro. I see you. Thank you for being vulnerable. No problem. Thank you. Bro, that fucking video irked me. Dude, fuck all. I actually, like, I'm fucking heated right now. Dude, I irked me. I'm like, oh, so you, everybody is just supposed to have the same mindset as you? Like, every fucking person is just, like, automatically just, like, going to be able to walk into work. I'm like, you're literally setting Dude, up. I don't even know what video Stop. you're talking about. I just keep having people say that to me. They're like, well, Alex Ramosi doesn't just, have a morning routine. It just, it, he just posted it. Yeah. They're like, he well, Alex Ramosi doesn't have a morning routine. And I'm like, oh, okay. Are you pulling in $30 million a month? They're like, well, no. And they shut the fuck up and get to work. Like, I don't understand <laughs> the mentality here. Like, yeah. guys, I am not making $30 million a fucking month right now. So I'm going to do things to get myself into a fucking mindset to be able to get there. My mindset isn't let's just throw away everything that's ever worked for me and just fucking not do it. That just makes no sense. Yeah, I don't think I think that it's setting up new entrepreneurs to fail, because if you're a new entrepreneur as an employee, it's like you don't have the mentality of an entrepreneur. You need to embody it. You need to like work on it. You need to like fucking you need to like work towards it straight up. 
And like your mind is the most important thing in your business, period. And if you're not confident, if you don't feel good, if you don't feel powerful, if you don't feel aligned and you start working on your business, you're just going to create more scarcity. And so a morning routine is fucking essential, essential. And it's funny because even Natasha's like, I don't have a morning. Yes, she fucking does. She doesn't get up and just get to work. She fucking does her own little thing. I know Natasha super well, but it's like. And that's the thing. Like, again, like not every individual is going to need a morning routine because guess what? There's some fucking savages out there. There might be some of you listening to this right now that don't need that shit. You guys have a bulletproof mindset. But if there's anything that Brian and myself have learned over the last three and a half years of building this business, working with over 2,500 online coaches, is that the mindset is the main thing, the only fucking thing that limits individual success. So why the fuck would you just throw it away? Dude, I also think that like, I believe in being an optimal human. Like I want to be the most optimal as I possibly can. And I know that doing a morning routine is something that not a lot of people are willing to do. And I know that it gives me an edge on everybody else. So I'm just going to keep advancing and keep progressing to the next level and keep growing at the rate that we're growing. And like, if you don't want to do a morning routine, then fucking you do. Bro, your- it's like everything. Well, I don't eat pre-workout meals. I don't need that shit. I work out fasting. Okay. Well, this guy does, and he's 10 times bigger than you. So what the fuck advice are you going to follow? Like there's, we can literally do this for everything. Yeah. I don't get yeah. pre-workout meals. I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Like that person doesn't eat breakfast. So I'm not going to eat breakfast. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about right now? Yeah. 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 Fucking shit. All right. gonna, that fucking advice gets me triggered as fuck. Bro. I feel I was, you. I literally watched that video this morning. I was like, this is the thing is that's funny is I've heard that advice, that breakdown, no joke, 10 times this week alone. So this is just the fucking, the tip of the fucking rug right here. What's up, Mike? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> you got morning to team problem done? <laughs> you know, what's funny is I heard that this morning. I was, I watched that this morning and, and you were one of the first people I thought of when I saw that. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, fuck me, dude. I'm doing, I'm replying today. Dumb. Stupid, bro. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how are you? Is this a safe space now that both of you guys are fired the fuck up or what? Yeah, bro. 100%. <laughs> Don't say it. I'm um, stupid. <laughs> just, just joking. Go ahead. There's been like so much value already, man. Like I, I came in here with a question about my challenge, but Aaron, you know, knocked that one out of the park and I got everything I needed out of that. And then with the morning routine, like I've got, I'm, I'm going to have a new morning routine because I don't do like the headspace thing I used to when I was first in sobriety and it worked and I stopped doing it. So I'm going to get back into that. And then stretching is something my old ass has to do. So I'm going to do that. So, I mean, there's been a shit ton of value here. The only thing that i have a question about because I was panicking. I was like, fuck, I don't have anything to talk about. But obviously there's one thing and I've got this one client and she, she didn't have any money up until today, actually. And um, she messaged me. She's like, how much is the program again? I'm like, it's 450 a month. And she's like, fuck, I don't have any money. I don't have that amount of money. She's just over 90 days sober. And, you know, I connect with addicts as well. Right. Cause cut from the same cloth. And um, I'm like, well, just message me and we'll talk and we'll try to sort something out. My feeling is, is that she's going to ghost me now and I want to try to get her. I don't, I just don't know what to do. I don't want to cut her out because I know that she's early in sobriety and I want to try to help her, but there's comes a point where, you know, it's still a business. I should still, you know, try to get something or should I try to get something and just do it pro bono because. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to, there's two paths Yeah, because I know where you're going here. There's two paths. Okay. Business is business and it's, very rare that I will tell you to mix business with personal. However, if you feel connected to this individual and there's a very deep connection because you guys are cut from the same cloth, you want to help her and you want to make sure that she doesn't trail back off. You want to keep her down that sobriety journey then fucking help her. Yeah. Get her to do some work for you. Right. Get her to do some work for you. 
Yeah. Community manager, leader in your group. Yeah. Right. And find something that she can help you out. Group leader. Exactly. Get her to do something like that's going to help you with the business. It's also going to help her be like, I'll coach you for whatever you guys rate that you guys agree, or you can coach her for free. And in return, here's what I need from you in the group on a weekly basis. And you create some like guidelines and expectations so that she can help you out and she can serve your community. And in return, you can serve her and help her stay sober. Yeah. Especially if the sober is a problem, bro. Set stipulations. All right. Like when fucking I came on as Brian's client, like obviously I didn't tell Brian that I was literally fucking in debt broke. So I was selling everything in my house to be able to pay for his coaching. I just didn't tell him because that's the type of human I am. But he just set the standard for me. Mm -hmm. He literally was like, if I catch you fucking drinking or doing drugs, I'm going to kick you out of my program and keep all your money. And it set the standard. It held me to a higher fucking bar. So I was able to fucking break through a lot of that. And it was like, I had somebody who cared for me. Now, if you have that individual, you care for them and you've communicated with them and you want to help them. If you feel that gut feeling, then give them an opportunity. At the end of the day, like I'm ruthless when it comes out of the academy, right? Because I know how to separate business and personal, but I am also a fucking human being that is very compassionate and I have empathy for people. Yeah. So if I feel you and I know you're going through something, I'm going to give you a break. All right. I get that it happens, but it has to be that gut feeling. You feel me? And right now I feel like you have that gut feeling. I can see it in you. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, I care. I, I mean, I care about her on a coach client relationship and I know that she's like fucking 90 days. You're, you're still fucking, you're so new. Right. So it's yeah. like, you know, and I know that it, this helped me. This is the reason why I fucking got into this. And this is the reason why I am who I am. Like I'm not fucking back out doing what I was doing and it's because of fitness and health and nutrition and all that. And I know that if I can just, you know, lead her to the water and get her to drink it, she's going to have a better life. And if money's the issue, you know, like 450 a month, is it going to make or break me? That's it. That's the mindset. I like it, bro. There we go. Sweet. Well, you guys are fucking awesome. And I really wish you both a merry friggin' Christmas. And, you know, I'm super excited for next year. And I'm so amped for, for January. I'm so fucking excited. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys. It's going to be fucking awesome. I feel that, bro. Thank you so much for coming up. I yeah, okay, bro. Merry Christmas. Thanks, man. You too. All right, guys. So we've got a bunch of people that still have questions. So here's what we're going to do. Sergio, Simone, Devin, Michael. David, Cindy, Fred, Iris, drop your question and Kaylin, drop your question in the chat box right now, because I want to get to all of you and I don't want to cut anybody off. So the way that we're going to answer all your questions is I want you to drop your question in the chat box and explain it so that we can answer it because Devin, I don't want to cut you off. Simone, I don't want to cut you off. Sergio, I don't want to cut you off. I want to serve you. Um, so please type your question in the chat box so that we can get to you. That was a, that was fire. That's yeah. Simone. Uh, Tuesday, we're going to be doing content on his next week, 8 a.m. PST. By the way, for anybody in the Academy, I've decided to bring back an OG call, all right, next Wednesday, um, where I'm also going to be doing an open Q&A. Anything goes, show up at 8 a.m. PST. Your boy's just going to be fucking hammering. Oh, cool. Is that on a weekly basis? Um, I just brought it back next week because obviously it's fucking the week between Christmas. The people are going to be, some of the coaches are going to be taking time off. So your boy's going to be working overtime in the academy to make sure that I serve you guys. Oh, that's fucking cute, bro. Mm -hmm. That's very fucking cute. All right. I'm scrolling down right now. Okay. So my question is easy. Awesome content on it's next time. Awesome. Simone. Thank you. We appreciate you. Question. When will I be able to educate with clean health with a discount? You can educate right now. Cole, do you have the referral link? We are looking for it slash getting it as the, at right now. I'll give you guys an update right, right away. And when we do get the actual referral link, we'll post it up in the academy. Yeah, we've actually, uh, I think I've got it in. Oh, I do have it. I have it. In my yeah, because the team doesn't have it right now. Yeah, I have it in my notes. This is it. Can you make that a, a nicer link? 
Uh, cool. For, yes, for I can. Everybody click that link right now if you would like to further your education through clean health with the discount because obviously we are now partners with them. Yeah, you guys get 25% off. P.S. If you're listening to this on the audio-only replay and you want to become a, a PT Domination student to get discounts on clean health, make sure you reach out to Brian. Yeah. David Getz, my boy. Question. I'm starting contest prep on January 1st. What is the best strategy to maximize my social media posting, et cetera? So I would recommend, David, that you document your journey to the stage. That would be my best recommendation. So day one, you fucking post in your Instagram stories. Hey, guys, and just go live. Like You can go live or you can post in your stories. Hey, guys, what's up? This is my current physique, and I'm going to be documenting my journey to the stage. And David gets what I would recommend is posting on a schedule that you can commit to. And so if you can commit to doing every single day, then every single day, do a fucking update. Hey, guys, what's up? It's fucking, you know, I'm 71 days out. Like, you could literally do a documentation all the way up to the stage. If doing it every single day is like, that's like kind of stressful for you and you don't really like thinking about that, then what you can do is you could do every week when you do your check-in with your coach or, you know, if you're checking in with yourself or you're coaching yourself, every week when you check in with yourself or your coach, you also check in with social media. All right, guys, so we're on week seven of week 10 or we have week seven of, seven of 12. This is what my physique looks like. This is what I'm going through. This is where I started. And you just like every week, you're like doing an update. So I would say documenting your journey. David, one thing you're going to notice is like throughout your documentation process, you're going to get a lot of people that will reach out. And I would consistently talk about how like you're fit over 40 and just like have that as like, you're letting people know like your age every single time you're doing it because like you want to attract those guys that are over 40 because those guys have the money and they're going to be able to afford working with you. So also David, you better win that show, bro. Kelowna fucking April 1st. That's my birthday, doc. I want a birthday win. Bro, also, I don't know if you knew this, Cole, because I don't know if I told you because you've been sick as fuck, but we sponsored that show. We're the title sponsors, hey? I remember. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, we decided that a while ago. I'm excited as fuck. There we go, David. I fucking like it. I can't wait to see you in Kelowna. There we go. There we go. All right. So, Michael, when you are in the DMs with people that just follow you and they're saying things that lead the way that they need help, can you book a call? Number two, when do you stop building relationships and translate the conversation to fitness? Cole, you want to take that? It depends on the actual conversation itself, but honestly, at any time you could stop building the relationship and transition the conversation of fitness as long as it is there. Now, obviously, somebody's just like, hi, they're giving you one word answers. Don't be fucking too pushy for it. Just make sure you're leaning in and like, again, building the relationship. Ask them about their day, their dog, small talk, just like you guys are dating somebody. All right. That's how you want to think about it. But now when it comes down to the DMs, when they are following you, saying things that they need help, transition the conversation right away, meaning like, if they talked about their day, oh, awesome, did you get the gym in today? Just throw it in. Just throw fucking fitness in wherever you can, guys. But, At the end of the day, like, stop overthinking the process. It's just, again, like you're talking to a friend or somebody that you're dating. A lot of you guys don't ask fitness questions because you think it becomes spammy, but that's what you're about. Dude, literally, guys, here's a fucking question that you guys are all going to ask. Ready? What's your New Year's resolution for your fitness goals? Question Bam. There we that's go. It. Everybody asks that question in the DMs. There we go. Done. What's your New Year's resolution for your fitness goals? So you're building the relationship, you turn around, you're like, oh, Brian, so what's your New Year's resolution for your fitness goals? He answers, you talk a little bit, it seems hot, Michael, like you said in your question number one, boom, book a call, get it done. Literally, guys, you should be active in your DMs to book calls. I know a lot of us talk about sending out DMs, you're sending out 20, 30, 40 a day, that's cool. But if you're just sending out 20, 30, 40 a day, and you are not booking a call, then you're not actually working with the purpose of doing it. Michael, your purpose is to book one call a day. Yeah, Michael, I fucking see you. You sent me and call a DM. I want one call booked every single day. Post a screenshot in the academy. Get a fucking call booked today. No excuses. I don't care what you need to do. Figure it the fuck out. Book a call today. Use the DM script. Get in there. You know what to do. You're just not doing it. So do it. I'm applying pressure. Fred, how do I set up workflow? How do you set up a workflow to become successful? I believe we have a training specifically on workflow. Don't we, Cole? I'm like 99% sure. No, I can look for it though. Can you 
search in the Facebook group. There's a training that I did called making your workflow and it should pop up. So I'm going to, we're going to refer you to a training. And I know that's an annoying answer, but there's, you know, that's a long question. Shal says, yes, we do. Shal, if you know where it is, can you drop that link in the chat box? But the Shal's already on it. Cool. So we can just focus on coaching. Cool. Shal, you're fucking amazing. I know. Shal's just on it. I love it. So guys, like watch the training, making your workflow and make your workflow. A workflow is something that feels good to do. Okay. That's why it's called a workflow. And so it's like your online trainer lifestyle is like a lifestyle. You need to figure out a pace that like feels good to you. And that's why it's called a flow. And so like for me, my workflow is I do like, I get up every single day at 3.45 in the morning and then I go to the gym. And then when I get home, I start my really start replying to clients around six o'clock, seven o'clock. And then I go from six o'clock, seven o'clock until nine. I've got a couple of meetings. I do my podcast at 10. So it's like, I have a workflow that works for me and I can do lives five times a week because I'm an absolute savage. Some people can't do five lives a week because it doesn't feel good to them. Like Kirsten can't do five lives a week. So you need to figure out what feels good for you in your body. And you need to commit to that. Don't try to compete with me or Cole or whatever. Like your workflow should consist of like activities that you can commit to. Inside of your workflow, you should have some fundamentals. So some fundamentals in your day as an online trainer are content creation, lead generation, and servicing your clients and learning new things if you're in the academy as well. You should always be learning new things anyways, even if you're not in the fucking academy. That's why you listen to this podcast. Content creation, lead generation, service delivery, and learning new things, All right? Somebody just asked, and it's a good question. How do I keep, so he's like, my avatar is women. And how do I keep women from flirting with me and wanting that, even though I want to attract women, I don't want to attract that type of attention. So I would take a look at the content that you're putting out. And if you've got your shirt off in a lot of your content and you are like showcasing your physique and you're trying to work with women, that's why women want that. So I would take a look at your content and how you're presenting yourself. If you're catching a lot of girls sliding into your DMs that want like more stuff than just coaching, then it's likely that the vibe that you're putting out is not as professional as you want it to be. And so you need to put yourself in the woman's shoes. And like, if I'm a woman that needs help, like, what do I need? If you're not doing that, like if you're not posting pictures with your shirt off, et cetera, you just got to understand that like, it's going to be a personal boundary that you have to draw. And sometimes you have to just draw a boundary. And like, hey, if you're looking to lose weight and get in shape, I'm the fucking dude for you. And I could, I would love to help you out with that. But that's like all I can do. Just draw a fucking boundary. That's it. This is what you get here. Okay. Too bad. I'm hearing the breakdown right off the bat. Again, I'm assuming you got that off your live stream, B. Yeah. Yeah. From hearing that, it sounds to me like you are posting like an influencer and not a coach because usually, all right, I'm not saying all the time, usually individuals who are posting as coaches have an actual intention behind their content, whether it's value, proof of connection, and there seems like there's an authority there. So you, people don't really want to cross that boundary, or if they do, it's in a subtle way. But if I go to your Instagram right now and you're posting like an influencer, thirst traps, different things like that, no real value, one-liners with your shirt off, looking shredded as all fuck, whatever the case may be then that's where it's easier to cross that boundary because there's no authority figure there. If you still struggle after that advice, you're like, I, that advice doesn't apply to me. Send me a screenshot. Yeah. All right. And so if it's one of our clients, he said, Cole's done an audit and he said my content was solid. If that's the case, then you just need to practice drawing boundaries in the DMs. Who is it? Aesthetics Fitness CA. I don't know who thought pulling it up. Clients. Okay, cool. Next question I'm going to go into while you pull it up. Devin, I'm offering a six-week challenge January 2nd. Should I offer a $100 discount when I announce the challenge on Monday or no discount? I would say no discount. There's no need to offer a discount, right? Yeah. I would say, yeah, no discount. There's no need. Question, if somebody already did a six-week challenge and they can't commit to a 12-week program, should I offer another six-week program being fair to my long? If somebody already did a six-week challenge and they can't commit to another 12-week challenge program, should I offer another six-week program with being fair to my long-term clients? Hell yes. That's like, if they can't commit to your bigger program, you still want to sell them your other program. 
Like you don't want to leave money on the table. So no discount is necessary for launching it on Monday, Devin, unless you want to like position it as a higher price and then give a discount, which is like the price that you're going to be offering anyways. And somebody did a six-week challenge and they can't commit. Yes, you should resell them on a six-week challenge because you know you don't want to leave money on the table. Cool. Okay, next question. My safety net has been cut off. I was on unemployment. I only have one client that just signed this month. My back's against the wall and I don't want to go back to a nine to five, but literally going to stretch to my last payment from unemployment through the holidays. Posting two reels a day, not working 10 to 15 DMs per day, but no signs. December has been tough. I'm trying to be patient, but money's getting tight. Okay, so that's a great fucking question. If your back's against the wall, good, Sergio. That's when fucking success happens. So if your safety net's been cut off, good. You had an opportunity to retreat before. Like you need to burn off the opportunity to retreat. And right now, you're sending 10 to 15 DMs a day, but you're on fucking, this is like the all in thing. Like, bro, you need to be booking, write this down, booking one call every single fucking day. However many messages that takes. And like, I want to get away from this. Like I send out hundred to 200 DMs a day. And I want to get into this. I book at least one call a day. Everybody read that in the chat. I book one call every day, every fucking day. If you haven't booked a call, the day doesn't count as successful. If you're a new online coach in the first three months, that might not apply to you. But in Sergio, in your case, it fucking applies. If you're not booking one call a day, get back in your fucking DMs and figure it the fuck out because you're not going to make this work unless you get like relentless. I had a client one time, her name was Kenny, and she was like one of my favorites. The reason she was one of my favorites is she was the type of person she's like, I'm not going to fucking sleep until I get my calls booked. Like that is the mentality Sergio. If you want to go back to your nine to five, keep doing what you're fucking doing straight up. If you want to make this a full-time thing, then you need to get absolutely fucking relentless and committed to booking one single one call every single fucking day, no matter what. You better be running a fucking challenge January 2nd. And if you're not, this is a fucking wake up call to do that. And in that challenge, you better deliver every fucking ounce of value that you possibly have over deliver. And like, you've got to like burn, like no retreat, no surrender. I'm glad your back's against the wall. Good. Step the fuck up. All right. I see you nodding. Go fucking get it. One call every fucking day. I'm going to call you out if you're not on podcast next week. I want to fucking hear about it. All right. Cindy, I just had my baby three months ago. And since then, it's been a struggle to do so many things. I have no set schedule or routine because my day-to-day is based on my baby when he eats, sleeps. This is a cool question. I'm still showing up for my clients, posting five to six times a week, stories daily. But I feel like most days I don't get anything done. Booking one call a day is now a huge win for me. I don't want to keep feeling like I'm playing small or making excuses for myself. I hit 10K once. I know I can do it again, but I'm just not sure how to get back to that level. Cole, you want to take that? Embrace the season you're in and stop beating yourself up from not being able to speed up the process. Cindy, unmute for a second. I need to know this and I don't want to go back and forth on the fucking chat box. Is it just you? Can she unmute? Sorry, he's crying. (laughs) It's okay. You got Ariel though, right? He's there? Yeah, we live with my fiance. Is he at home full time? Yeah. Okay. What is he doing? He also works from home. He also works from home. Are you guys working both in fitness? No, not him. Okay. So I would sit down and try to devise a schedule where you guys both share the workload. So little baby isn't with you the entire time. Obviously it needs to be when it's feeding time. Like right now I have it. I'm not going to lie guys. I have it easy. All right. Fucking. I was able to retire Julia through transitioning as a fitness coach, which made me very fucking happy. It was one of my biggest accomplishments I've ever achieved being able to get her out of the job that she fucking hated. And now she works from home. Now, obviously, she was able to take a step back from being a coach so she could just focus on Cade. And right now, that's what she's doing. She is taking care of Cade. Now, again, it's not like she's going to be raising him on his own. I'm going to be doing a lot as he's growing up. But right now, while I'm on this call for an hour and a half and Daniel is filming me, she's upstairs looking after Cade. So I have it a little bit different. But you need to embrace the season you're in. Okay? Booking one call a day is a huge win for you. That is a huge win for anybody. If you're able to book seven calls a week, that's a fucking massive win. 
That's more than most of the individuals are able to book in the academy right now. You need to embrace your season. I would also be documenting everything that you are currently doing as a mom. All right. Because that is going to be incredibly inspirational for a lot of fucking people. All right. Struggling to do a lot of things right now is normal. I get it. No joke. I guys, when Cade cries, I get the fucking most severe anxiety ever. I've never experienced it before. Like I thought I had my mental state all check, all good to go. When that kid starts like fucking screaming hardcore, I can't control it. It's like instant frustration, anxiety, anger, stress, like all together. So I feel you. I know what you're going through right now. All right. We're going through the same fucking thing. All right. You're a little bit further ahead than we are, but regardless. So you just need to embrace your season. All right. Yes. You hit 10 K once and obviously you want to hit it again and you will. But right now, if you can't work for fucking a full day, because the entire time you're dealing with him screaming his fucking head off and you can't sit in front of a computer or do any content, I get it. I've been there. So embrace it. And this is the advice that you probably don't want to hear. But as far from other than you and Ariel sitting down and devising a schedule where he has him for two hours, then you have him for feeding time and another hour and a half. I don't know what you're doing in between feeding times. That's going to be a little bit of a harder situation. You feel me, girl? Yeah. Embrace it. Okay. You will see success. We know you. All right. We've seen what you've done. We've seen what you've been able to achieve with also having the little baby boy. All right. So just lean into it. Okay. Don't try to rush everything. You got lots of years to be able to make sure that you're hitting 10, 20, 30, 40K. It might change in three weeks. You know that. In three weeks, he might be chill as fuck. And you might not have to deal with him for hours. So just embrace the season. I also want you to go. Did you listen to the podcast that we did with Stephanie Les Prance? Yeah. So I was the one that told her about the program. And, oh, yeah. Uh, she said that. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, That's I so listened funny. to it. And then like sometimes I remind myself of. Like whenever I'm going through a hard time, like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it too. Yes, that's right. At the same time, like, I feel like bad comparing myself to someone else because I feel like I'm not at that level and I can't. Dude, you're at your different seasons of your life too, like different seasons. And I think that you can't compare yourself to somebody else in terms of like, like, oh, why am I not at that level? Because she's also in the fucking mastermind. And she like, if you listen to that podcast, she was in bed depressed for three months. So it's like, she like, you got it you're going through, you're going through it right now. Right. And like, you're going through your own experience. And I think that at some point you will find your flow, but I think for right now, like you need to be compassionate with where you're at and you need to be like, all right, I just had a fucking baby. Literally just like my body just put out a fucking human. All right. And I like, yes, I am still working on my business and yes, I am still doing well. And yes, I want to progress right now. I feel like I'm like slowly getting back into it. And like, there's going to come a point where a fucking switch flips and you're like, okay, I'll fucking do whatever the fuck is necessary. But right now, I also think you need to like, just embrace the fact and you need to be compassionate with yourself and stop beating beating yourself up because beating yourself up isn't going to get anywhere. I also think like quadruple the fuck down and buckle up for the days where he's chill. It isn't he, right? I want to make sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's his (laughs) name? Liam. So fucking cute. Cute little fucking baby boys. I just want to squeeze my kid's head. So when it comes down to like the posting and stuff, you're still fucking showing up every day. You're showing up for your clients. You're posting five to six times a week on your stories daily. You're doing all that stuff. You said, but most days I feel like I don't get anything done. All right. And I'm booking around like one call a day is a huge win for me. I don't want to keep uh, feeling like this. Well, number one, you're not playing small because most parents, and I'm going to keep it fucking plain. Most parents are lazy as fuck. They have a kid. They don't do anything. They have a kid. They're like, my whole life's over. I can't do shit. Everything is my kid now. But then they just neglect 
becoming who they want to become. And then that kid has a shitty fucking life. And I'm very passionate about this, by the way. Like, this is something that I'm very intense on. You're not doing that. You're still showing up. So what you need to do is when I say embrace the seasons as a new parent, embrace the days. There's days where he's going to be fucking a relentless little terror and you're going to just want to fucking shake him. It's like, please stop screaming. And you just want to put him in the corner. All right. But then there's going to be days where he's chill as fuck. And I know you know what I'm talking about right now. So on those days where he's chill as fuck and he's sleeping, that's grind mode. That's where like you might be not in the mental state. Check out of it. Like, yo, this is my day. He's fucking relaxed. I got to go in. And then that day you go hard and you don't expect the results you want tomorrow. Okay. I know you want to get back to where you were. I know you want to get to where Stephanie is, but don't expect to get there next month, next year. All right. Even the next two years, obviously it might happen sooner than that, but your expectation, expecting the day to come sooner is what's stressing you out right now. Make sense. Yeah. I feel like I base my like productivity on booking calls. And when I don't book a call for like the entire week, I feel like, like shit, like I didn't do anything today. How many clients do you have right now? I think nine. Nine. Okay. And do those clients like working with you? Yeah. I think that like, dude, I've been where you're at for different reasons, obviously, but I've been where you're at where it's like the business is slower than I want it to be. And in those times, you've got to find ways to find joy in your business. Yeah. Like I almost dread doing it. I know. That's what I'm saying. You got to find ways to find joy. Like you got to find like the areas of your business that you're like excited about and happy about. That's the same conversation I had earlier where it's like the key to success is to feel good first. You got to find joy in serving your clients, find joy in showing up in your community, find joy in like, because I know the, out of those nine clients, there's probably six of them that check in on a regular basis and they're like rock stars. It's like find joy in serving those people because they're like, they're paying you and they're happy about it. And so if you can like find like, they're like, ah, oh, I like, love this. This is fun. This is good. I like coaching. It's fun for me. I like coaching my clients. I love coaching my clients. I love posting on social media. It's fun for me when people reach out. You can get yourself back to that place. Like things are going to happen a lot easier for you. But if you're like, ah, I'm not booking enough calls. I'm not doing enough this, not doing enough this, you know, fucking not working hard enough. I'm not there. She's over there. I'm over here. It's like that game is just not a fun game to play. You know, doesn't feel good. I also think you got to start being real Cindy on your page, meaning like this lady right here. What I mean here is when I go to your page, I'm not saying you're being fake, Cindy, but I'm just seeing like, happy-go-lucky, this is great. Like, this is motherhood. This is a workout you can do. Holiday tips. Go online and be like, I love this kid, but fuck this kid sometimes. Like, he's Start crying. On a fucking, I'm dead serious. Start fucking crying. Be like, I want to fucking do more, but I feel like I haven't. Seriously. My Instagram, I got flooded with DMs, Cindy, when one day I was doing a QA. and a All right. I got also a ban on this fucking Q&A because I talked about my kid's dick and joked around. Don't do that online, by the way. It's not a good thing. But I had one question where somebody was like, isn't it cute when your kid cries? And I'm like, no, it's fucking annoying. And I don't know how to deal with it. Like, it stresses me out. and I don't fucking like it. I said that. I got like 70 DMs. People being like, thank you for being honest. They're like so many parents make it seem like it's the fucking chillest thing in the world. And then I have a kid and I wanted to shake him. Like, I'm just honest. This is how I'm feeling. It's fucking annoying. I love him. But Jesus Christ, he drives me crazy sometimes. Like that. Document you. Connect with who you are. Share that stuff. Because right now you're posting four to five times a week or five to six times a week. But you're putting just like the holiday tips, workout stuff. Share the deep shit. That's how you start connecting with your audience and building the bond. That will help you start to find joy because now it's not you. I'm not saying you're faking it to making it, but it's not like you're putting a face on. It's you're just showing up as you 100% presently. Does that make sense? Yeah. I also don't want to like feel myself when I'm like looking like this or feeling. Well, like I hear you. Uh, why? Yeah, you should show yourself. I'm no, I don't hear you. Fuck that. 
Now my <laughs> turn. You should. You should. There's a girl that's super famous, and I'm not into the stock hunt at all, but like she's, uh, what the fuck was her name? There's Kirsten was showing me. She got like 9.7 million followers on TikTok. And she like was just doing a video. Where she was like hysterically crying. She's like, my kids, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying do that. But like, I went to her page. She had 9.7 million followers. All of her videos have like fucking 10 to 20 million views. I'm like, that's ridiculous. But it's because she's being real. Real. Yes. It's like, I might not like it, but 3.7 million people that liked the video liked it. Right. So like, be fucking real. Like, and that's it's why hard I, being a kid. Some, it's hard being a parent sometimes. This is like, like I'm fucking struggling. Hate has broken me and Julia down. And I'm like, trust me, I ain't the fucking guy to film myself crying and put it online. But I am the guy to, again, tell you exactly how I'm feeling. Like, I'll be fucking real with everybody right now. Like, this is going to be some deep shit that people are probably going to be fucking angry at me for saying. But regardless, I was in the hospital. And when the lady was discharging us, she's like, by the way, if you guys get stressed out, like, call us, tell us, don't shake your fucking baby. And I laughed. I'm like, okay. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, what do you mean? And then I got home. And when he went into his purple crying and you're holding that kid and nothing is working, you literally like, it's not like you want to fucking hurt him, but it's like, you, you don't know what to do. And I was like, I get it now. Like, it's an actual thing that parents do. They shake their kid because they don't know how to fucking stop them from crying. Like, that's a trigger moment. Talking about that matters. You guys got to be real. You are not these perfect individuals that never go through anything online. Share who you are, your feelings, your emotions, and what you go through. You're a human oh. being, not a robot. Embrace your season and lean into what you need to do. How are you trying to get people to open up to you if you're not willing to open up to them? Mm. Yeah. I had one post where I wrote about some struggles. I didn't write about it like as a true connection post, but I still talked about some things I was struggling with as a mom and someone she reached out because of that and said it was relatable. But I, I kind of struggle with making content that's like a connection post. when I, you're, you're not making fucking content. You're saying, this is how I feel. And you struggle with that. Mm. Get it? Okay. Tell people how you feel. This is how I'm feeling. That's your next post. I just had a baby and this is how I'm feeling. I went through like, like a really bad time mentally, but I never shared about it. Well, good thing you came to this fucking podcast because we're excited to hear about it. And you're going to tag me and clone it and we're going to read it and we're going to support you. 100%. You know all the shit that we've been through. Me and Brian have shared our addictions, our pains, our family struggles, everything else. And it's going to be hard for you guys to open up like that. But we didn't just open up because we want you guys to pity us. We opened up to show you guys that we are fucking human beings. Correct. We're not a robot. I might wake up at 3.30 a.m. every day. It doesn't mean that I'm not a fucking exhausted when I do it, dragging my ass out of bed and splashing cold water in my fucking face to get up. Like, it's not like I wake up like a fucking robot and walk to the fucking fridge and fill myself up with gasoline. Like, guys, we are human beings. You got to share this shit. (laughs) Guys, if you think Cindy should share it, type share it in caps on the live or in the question box. And Cindy, what is your Instagram so that everybody here can go support you when you do share? It's my first last name and then fitness. So can you spell it out? Yeah, S-I-N-D-Y-N-G fitness. S-I-N-D-Y-N-G fitness. So we're all going to go follow Cindy. And when she shares it, we're all going to show some love. Can we all agree? Say, I agree. You're good with that. See, you're supported. Look at this. You're supported. We see you. Thanks for coming up today. Thanks. You just got a a bunch of followers too. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for coming up. We appreciate you being vulnerable. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's fun. I like that. Hey, that was good. Dude, it's my favorite shit. Even Shallow just said, she's like, I want to fucking see that for real. Share it and help me and so many other people. I feel like a lot of people don't want to open up, especially as like, again, the parents thing. I'm fucking very brutal on parents because obviously the way that I grew up and me and Brian understand what bad parents 
look like? I'll just throw that out there. I'll keep it very plain. Like you guys got to be vulnerable. Like, again, I'm like fucking, I share everything, exactly how I'm feeling on a daily basis with Cade. And again, I have it fucking easy compared to a lot of people because I have the amazing fucking support system I have of Julia. Yes, I fucking help out with that. But at the same time, I'm like, she's taking the brunt of it right now while I'm down here grinding. Mm -hmm. Share it. Be open. Talk about what you're going through. Stop hiding. Facts. Damn, I love it. I was lost without you guys this last month. Thank you. Thanks for coming back, bro. Appreciate you. All right. That's it. That's all. Cole, where do they find you, bro? Wake Up The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis De Silva on fucking everything. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your entire life. Bye.